0: Num num nom. That's what uh, a lot of us say after we take a bite of that tater tot hot dish. Yummy! <laughs> uh, how do you sex up that tater tot hot dish? 651 641 1071. Yeah. Oh. it's the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk seven one. Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer, how do you sex up that tater tot hot dish? Give us a call, Bradley. Why are we asking?
1: Because somebody's getting real sexy with hot dish. Okay, I was reading the story over at the takeout, and this guy was like, uh, there's more uh what was the headline? There's more than one way to make a tater tot casserole. And I was like, Hey Josh, hey, um, first of all, it's tater tot hot dish.
0: Yeah. Second so you of did all, that wrong.
1: Second of all, I was like, okay, how how do you need to improve on a classic? But okay, I'll bite because I the literally
0: I, <laughs> I'll bite
1: because the thing I do know about tater tot hot dish is, um, you know, people like to get creative, especially in this part of the country, with their hot dish. <clears throat> and I thought I bet there are people out there who have sort of sexed up their hot dish recipe, and it's like, you know. Barb from uh, Brooklyn Parks like mm-hmm. yeah actually I like to put a little paprika on mine because it adds Ooh. color and zest uh, but, but, you know, 651-641-1071 what do you do um, the one thing that I really took umbrage with though in this article over at the takeout about sexing up your tater tot casserole is um, one of the suggestions is ditch the condensed soup
0: um what excuse me um what does he suggest you do instead?
1: Brace yourself. Is he from
0: New York? I, I don't, don't like know. him.
1: I don't know, but his name is Josh. He says, brace yourself, because I'm about to commit Midwest heresy. When Thank I was, you. At least he knows. When I was taught to make this dish, both in my family's kitchen and later in food service, the gravy base was usually two cans of condensed soup. Yeah. But don't worry. Uh, he says, I advise you to ditch them. And then he just tells you to, like, add some stock and some uh, actual mushrooms. No. I'm like, no. Why? No. Anyway. But, you know, again, to each their own. He's trying
0: to make it healthier.
1: I don't know. He's trying (laughs) to be, you know, he's trying to zig when everyone else is zagging with uh, cream and mushroom soup. Nope. We do have a few people on the line. Yeah,
0: 651-641-1071. How do you sex up your tater tot hot dish? Who do we have?
1: Alan is on the line. Hey, Alan. How are you sexing up that hot dish, honey? Alan?
0: Are you there? Wasn't quite ready to put him on the line yet. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry.
1: I just saw Alan and I I got excited. He got excited. Why is everybody calling and then hanging up? Stop doing that, kids. Uh, Alan is on the line. Hey, Alan, how are you sexing up that hot dish?
0: Hello? Hi. Hi. What do you do to sex up your hot dish? It's not my recipe, but it's my father's recipe, and I remember it from when I was a kid. What he
1: used to do, he used to uh, pre-boil some noodles, and then he would put them into the hot dish, and for every noodle that I found, I would get a dollar.
0: Okay, I I love this, because there's a financial reward.
1: It's hot dish uh, hoedown. But I wouldn't get it unless I actually finished the entire meal.
0: Okay, Okay, I super like this, Alan, and I might try this at my house. Good idea. Thank you. Thanks,
1: Alan. Okay. So find the noodle. I'll tell you. <laughs> just, just, I don't know that I'm playing find the noodle,
0: but money will sex up just about anything.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: You know, I, you know that's actually genius. I cannot believe I have been parenting for like.
1: Just put the money in the Over hot dish.
0: Over a decade, and I still haven't figured that out. Just, Pay your kid to find things.
1: Uh, put put Just put the money in the hot dish. How about, let's go That's to so Patrice. Terrible. Patrice is on the line.
0: Hi, Patrice. How do you sex up that tater tot hot dish? Well, the thing is, tater tot is not the only thing you can put in a hot dish. Hot dish is all about showing who you are and where you come from. So we say hot dish because we're from Minnesota. But if we come from a culture outside of, like you know, white, uh, you know, lived here for the last three generations. Maybe we're going to put some Hmong spin on it, like Chef Yuvang does. Or maybe oh, sure. we're going to put, you know, a, a Mexican spin on it if we come from uh, a Mexican area. So right. it's, it's awesome. Hot dish is the perfect cultural food. I think we, what I hear you saying is hot dish is global. Absolutely. But it's global in a Minnesota
1: way. Well, of course. (laughs) Of course.
0: Thank you for your call, Patrice.
1: And I think we can all agree that condensed uh, cream of mushroom soup is a delightful, comforting blanket of yummy mouth goodness. (laughs)
0: It's so true. And as are the tater tots.
1: Let's go to Tracy. Tracy's on the line. How are you sexing up that hot dish? Tracy?
0: Yes. Hi. Hi. Hey. So I do a couple of different things. I try to keep it traditional, but I add mild Italian sausage oh, with the hamburger. Okay. I also change up the green beans to this like the French cut green beans. I like it. I like what you're saying. And I will typically cook the taters beforehand. Smart. So when you actually put it on top, they're a little extra crispy. I like that. And it. I That's add a, mm. Cajun Cajun seasoning as well. Oh,
1: I like that. A little sprinkle of uh Cajun yumminess.
0: That I will yeah. tell you that that advice to pre bake the tots separately is that is some good sound advice. It's thank a, thank a double
1: you. double crunch. Yeah. Love
0: it. Thank Absolutely. you. Thanks, Tracy. Have a good day. Thank you, too. Trace. Um, we did get a tweet from Panda who said, I add a layer of shredded pepper jack cheese on top of the hot dish before adding the tots. Now, that makes sense, too, because that creates kind of a nice barrier. Yeah, you get a cheesy layer. The, yep, the gooey and, and the tots. And then tots. put cheese
1: on top of that. I mean, why I, I not? Mean, look. It is your canvas. Paint it's, how you will.
0: Let's... It's, sure, hold on really quick, because Panda also said, I also use the tater crowns, or the coins. Oh, sure. So I can add more potato goodness. They're smaller and thinner, so I dump them on there. Like potato
1: Yeah, We've got Renee, who's been patiently waiting on the line.
0: Hello, Renee. What do you do to sex up that hot dish? Okay, so I've never done this, but from your story from the other day... I would take some genetically made meat from Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> okay, I'll like get in there. Mm-hmm. And then just the regular cream of mushroom soup, the regular tater tots, the regular veggies. Yeah. But I would, yeah, I would definitely that, put some Donnie Wahlberg that Donnie meat in there. Donnie Wahlberg meat that really makes Well, I mean, it literally
1: go. the name sells itself, yeah. does it not? Donnie Wahlbergers. Exactly. That's I all you have it. to call it. I love it, Renee. Thank Thanks. you, Renee. Now, for the audience out there who has no idea why that sounded really creepy but isn't.
0: Yeah. So Ellen DeGeneres has apparently lent her name and likeness to a line of genetically modified meat products. I don't even think it's
1: modified. I think it's just like they literally, in a lab, created meat, meat based from on DNA.
0: The DNA of celebrities. Oh. <laughs> So weird. So
1: gross. We have one more caller if we want to let Mandy be the last word. No, we're not not doing that, honey. We're not eating your meat.
0: Okay. Uh, Who do we have on the line? Andy? Mandy. Mandy. Hi, Mandy. Mandy, what are you doing to sex up that tater tot hot dish? Okay, so I also do a layer of cheese on top of the meat mixture, Mm. and then I pre-cook crispy crowns in my air fryer Smart, and you have to do crispy crowns because they get crispy on both sides it's not soggy on the underside like a regular tot and then i put those on top with laurie's seasoned salt and some chili powder yeah it sounds fantastic when is dinner
1: served at your house
0: Every night.
1: All right. Well, okay. Well, we'll be over. there.
0: Thank <laughs> you, Mandy. Thanks, Have a Mandy. great day.
1: I do love all these ideas, and I, now I just, I'm, I keep staring at this picture of uh, tater tot hot dish, and I just want to eat the crispy corners. Yeah, you do. Um, do you do anything weird in your hot dish? And by weird, I mean different.
0: I mean, I don't think I've made a hot dish, boy, in a really, it's been oh, really? a long, long, long time. Yeah. Actually, it's been since before I had kids. What? We don't, we're just not a hot dishy family. Oh, wow. okay. So I guess the way I sex it up is I just find it all sexy and I'll eat the one anybody makes for me. All
1: right. Awesome.
0: How about that? What about you?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't, I just like the few times that I've made hot dish myself, I just follow a recipe because I'm like, you know, I haven't really gotten into it, but th- now that I think about it, I want to put that layer of cheese down first, then the crowns. Yep, yep. And if I you also, will and then I would like yeah. to dust it with some nacho cheese Dorito. Oh,
0: that sounds good. But I will say uh, that if I do make a hot dish at any point in the near future, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do the cheese barrier, and also I am going to do the pre bake. Yeah. In Smart. the air fryer because you really want those tots to be crispy, because um, it can make it just can make for a really sad hot dish if they're soggy. Yeah, absolutely. All right, great. Let's put some in our own mouth. Uh, yeah, I'm a little nervous for this. Why? Because there's uh, no need. We'll see. Okay, so we're going to try something a little bit different when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Yes, indeed, it still is cheat day, but we're going to do something called Cheat Day Friday Roulette. Roulette, Which means uh a few of us have no idea what we're about Two to do. Two of eat. you in
1: particular. So Bradley I knows do.
0: and Holly and I don't. I After got a surprise! This, I can't wait on my talk one oh seven one. I just realized that I did not have my water nearby. Yeah,
1: you're gonna need some water, kids.
0: So I had to run and grab that just on the case. Colleen and Bradley show. I'm scared. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley, trainer. Hi. It is Friday, and we do something on Friday, but today we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, We're calling it Cheat Day Roulette. But it's Cheat Day Day Friday. Cheat Day. Taste test. I'm so scared. You
1: shouldn't be. I just thought, let's have a little bit of fun. So one of us takes the opportunity to surprise the others with a secret, super duper exciting cheat day experience. Normally, as a team, as a family, we come together and Mm -hmm. decide, like, what are we going to what are we going to do this week? And I thought, hey, well, I found myself at a Menards and uh, I was picking up some canning supplies. It's, you know, that time of year. And uh, while I was in the grocery aisle, I noticed they have a full range of snacks, some of which were really enticing Mm. and some of which were, I'll just say, interesting. So um, I thought I want to delight my coworkers with one of the more interesting things that i found
0: okay before we do the big reveal can i pull back the curtain really quickly and just tell people first of all what holly and i have in front of us is covered we don't know what's under here yeah okay so that's number one number two oh yeah okay it's pungent (laughs) and i heard you in the break when you were getting this prepared to surprise (laughs) us with i heard you say the following
1: oh gross so it's a smell but I don't know. I, I, I waffle with this one. That I wish there's it were. No I wish it were. So, uh, Holly, can you uh, spin the roulette wheel and we'll see where we land as if I don't already know? Mm. Today's cheat day roulette is... Take off the filter.
0: Oh, God. What am I looking at?
1: <laughs> Holly... Colleen, can you guess what you're looking at?
0: It's some kind of sausage.
1: Okay, some kind of sausage. Yep, you're on to it.
0: Oh, it's kind of sweaty. I don't know. It it's just looks like sa- a sausage. sweaty sausage. Okay, does my mine, look at mine has a weird growth. It smells like I a think hot you just got an extra It piece smells of like, like Thank a dog.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay, so would you like it to be revealed before or after you eat it?
0: I think after. Yeah, I, I think I bet I, it's okay. like deer or something. No, it's
1: not. There's no weird meat product. Is it cold? It's beef. I will tell you, there's beef and pork in there. I don't know which parts of the beef or pork are in there, but...
0: It just tastes like a tangy summer sausage. Oh, okay. I think you're getting close. Oh, it's like pickly. (gasps) and Yeah, briny. Is that pickle? Oh, no, Colleen. Oh, oh my gosh. Ooh! It's Bradley Bayview.
1: Pickled, smoked, bologna bites. Ooh, oh, my word. Pectin, vinegar, brine, artificially flavored and colored.
0: It's definitely <laughs> real. Why do they
1: artificially put color in it? Well, oh, I guess to make it look like a wiener, like yeah. a hot dog. Mm-hmm. But you guys, it's okay, a so, real strong vinegar so there is a whole flavor. line. First of all, doesn't this look like a sample jar from yeah. like the doctor's office after you had something removed? Yeah, it looks
0: like my sebaceous cyst <laughs> is floating inside of that. Like, look, at
1: the, look at the liquid. But mm-hmm. but I will say I think your presentation actually made you think it was less disturbing, right? Well, like it yes. doesn't it just looks if, like a piece of sausage. If you handed yeah.
0: me that can that jar with no label on it I'd be I like, I'm a... not ever going to put that thing in my mouth ever. Yeah, but the way that you just sort of presented it on a plate made me go, okay,
1: okay. So tell me about the flavor as I uh, endeavor to get a utensil so that front, I can try it.
0: On the front end, you're going to get the sausage flavor, the the bologna, the,
1: pickled wiener. Well, mm-hmm. no,
0: you don't get the pickle until the back end. You get the processed meat at first. Yes, and then and then when you let oh, it, Oh, Bradley's really going no, for he really it. Is. Okay. When you give it a second, mm-hmm. then you get the vinegar on the back. Hold, hold. It's coming. It's coming mm-hmm. for you. Here it comes. You're on the front end still. You're yeah. happy? You're yeah, happy? Know.
1: You know I like the tang.
0: Well, yeah, you were pickling. Do like, you do like a tang. Because you picked these mm-hmm. up, Bradley, mm-hmm. whilst you were on a mission okay, to I'm get not opposed. Stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not opposed. You know what the this would be end.
1: good with? Mm-hmm. This would be good with like a piece of cheese, you know, to cut the tang.
0: Mm. I really would like Shana to cut the tang. Yeah, are you gonna serve it at a fancy party as an hors d'oeuvre? I, mean,
1: I wouldn't. Then people wouldn't know.
0: I don't want this you anymore. You don't like it? I
1: surprisingly, I thought it was gonna be far more vile. Here's what I wanted to share with you. So oh. again, for the listener, Golly. Bayview <laughs> pickled, it's
0: like in my teeth and I don't want to bring it home. It is very pickle
1: forward. But it kind of just tastes like you. You dropped your wiener, like you dropped your hot dog in a pickle jar,
0: uh, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because
1: it does taste like definitely like a like a Slim Jim or something.
0: Yeah, it's very processed. Very, but, but honestly, that's what Holly's
1: offended by.
0: The, the, for me, it's literally <laughs> me. like about it's half, a little tangy, Hold on. and about halfway through, my eyes start to squint because it's so tangy.
1: Um, what was I going to say? Oh. You should be grateful though, because the other options included the following: no, mm. pickled pork hocks.
0: Nope. No. Nope. I said okay, hocks. Excuse me. Pork
1: hocks. Eggs.
0: No. Mm-mm. I
1: did see the eggs. I did not pick those oh. up because I thought I'm I don't have think mercy. I've
0: ever tried a pickled egg in my life. Turkey and I'm gizzards. I'm going to try to die without that on my mm. list. Turkey gizzards. No thanks.
1: Polish sausage. Mm. Now, Colleen, I think you'd be on this: herring, herring. and wine sauce.
0: I'm there for that. And
1: herring and pure sour cream.
0: Oh. That one is good. Herring and sour cream is like I Actually, I actually am
1: surprised. I'm going to take these home and eat them.
0: I'm happy for you. What do you, okay.
1: Zero to five. Where are you going to put this on your scale?
0: I'm going to say 0.5 only because Point five. Wow, the okay. first half of the bite wasn't terrible. Okay, Hal's. I'm going to say one. I'm going to give it a solid Two. I bet you will. <laughs> and I can't say the same for myself.
1: Well, we'll find out. Uh,
0: Bradley, thank you for that. that You're was welcome. An adventure. A fun
1: little adventure. Watch it on YouTube if you missed any of it.
0: When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly, we call them. D-Bags. After- <laughs> oh, celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. And that name is?
1: Oh, D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag
0: of the Day. Where's
1: your D-bag? My D-bag is Jerry Seinfeld.
0: Oh. oh. What did he do? What's the deal with him
1: today? <laughs> What's the deal with Jerry Seinfeld? He once told Lisa Kudrow, you're welcome, for her friend's success. Ugh. So, now, the story, it's not as, like, like it's, it's not super deep I
0: always love it when other people take credit for a person's don't, don't success. Again, don't, don't, okay. I'm just saying, I love it. Celebrities. And I love it in a sarcastic way.
1: Yeah, no, celebrities do this on occasion, right? And apparently, uh, Jerry Seinfeld did the very same thing to uh, Phoebe Buffet, otherwise known as uh, Lisa Kudrow, because that's her actual name. Now, she was talking about this... Um, And
0: you're lucky you know that because of Jerry Seinfeld.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what he would say. During a party in the 90s, apparently, they both uh, happened to be at. Jerry Seinfeld says, now this is how she recounts this. She was talking to the Daily Beast. Quote, I remember going to some party and Jerry Seinfeld was there and I said, hi. And he said, you're welcome. And I said, 'Uh, why, thank you. What? And he goes, oh, you're on after us in the summer, and you're welcome. <laughs> and she goes, that's exactly right. Okay. Thank you. And, you know, I mean, look, it's not, and she says not to take anything away from the writing on Friends or the cast or how good Friends really was. But the first season, our ratings were just fine. And she's saying essentially like, okay, you could make that argument. But I just read it as like, okay, I mean, even if that's true, like that just, is a that's like a deep a, a baggy way to... To mm-hmm. interact with a person that you've never met before,
0: yeah, I feel like that's like a that's something you can say later on when you like can, when you're when poking you, fun yeah, at each other, like when you know somebody and you can dish out that level of sarcasm. I'm
1: responsible for your success, but yeah, and you can just kind like it kind of comes across as a very giant Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> that was almost a weird twist of words, mm-hmm. Jerry Seinfeld. um thing you know I, like i'm not surprised by the story yeah, at yeah
0: even a little bit um did see the other thing i love too though is about this is what i love about lisa kudrow is that she will like bend over backwards to make it not sound as honestly as it was yeah well
1: because she's trying to be the better person
0: right so she's like no it's it's true like our ratings were just so so and then you know but it still is. Well, kind to of me and I was TV like, e-
1: even if it's true, if even if it was blatantly true, as, it, as if that's how things work in the world, like like as if just like a dried turd showed up mm-hmm. and because it followed Jerry Seinfeld, it was going to be a star. Right. Like that's the like logical extension of that logic. So like, yeah, I'm sure that had something to do with their success, but also they were amazingly talented and had a bunch of amazingly talented writers and right. like the show like became a success and they probably didn't even realize it at the beginning. So like, sure, it could be verifiably true, but that's just kind of like, you don't need to say that. No,
0: not out loud. And don't, doesn't it make you wonder if he just sits at home and is like, whenever one of them, you know, does an interview or something and you're welcome. Yeah. haha. I did that for you. Yeah. Appre- like every, every, appreciate me.
1: Every time, uh, you know, they get an accolade, he sends them an email. You're welcome. You're
0: welcome. <laughs> that would be a hard way to go through life. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to know who my D bag is? But of course. I, you know, I think it's the U.S. son, but it's also just kind of like everybody who cares what Kylie's baby's name is. Oh. Like, you guys, they're not going to tell us until they're ready to tell us. Well, now we there's don't... two babies we don't right. know. Right. So we don't, let's just, then I don't care. If you don't give me a reason to care, I'm not going to care. So here's the thing. Uh, Kylie just had a birthday. Did you know that?
1: Uh, yeah, 25. She got that Birkin bag for $100,000. Actually. Or uh, not Birkin bag, it was Hermes.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, is that Birkin? Birkin. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know my fancy bags.
0: Well, she does, uh, but on her birthday, a bunch of people wished her a happy birthday, and one of those people was her mom's boyfriend, Corey Gamble. Oh,
1: that seems obvious.
0: Which, you know, it's interesting, because he's, I think he sort of, I to me, there's a bigger thing that I would have hung on to in this tweet. Okay. Or in this, um, yeah, in this social media post. Um, he wrote... A happy birthday message to Kylie on Instagram on Wednesday. He said, and I quote, To my ace that's always got my back out here in these trenches of life, thank you, Kylie Jenner. Big love, HBD. That means happy birthday. Oh,
1: thanks for <laughs> translating.
0: And thank you for all and my beautiful grandbabies. Rav, what up? Ha. Okay. So.
1: I don't know what that meant, but.
0: That's. That's what everybody's keying in on is Rav. What up, ha? Well, it made its way to Reddit, and then people started to speculate: Is Rav the baby's name?
1: Oh, oh, Oh. okay,
0: oh, okay.
1: I don't know what this means, but is Rav something else?
0: I mean, to me, it feels like it would be a nickname for Travis Scott. Oh! Right? Like, because Kardashians don't just slip up like that. It's no. Also a model of Toyota. Yeah. yeah so the, there you go.
1: The boyfriend of Kris Jenner does not, like, accidentally drop, drop the baby's, the baby's name. name.
0: And I think the because reason. he would
1: be immediately dead.
0: Exactly. Like,
1: she would away him.
0: The thing that I think is funny is that it's because it was in proximity to the thing that I actually would like to investigate further is when he says, and my beautiful grandbabies. So people saw Rav, what up, ha, next to grandbabies and thought, well, that must be the name of the baby. But I'm over here like, he's not married to Chris Jenner. Mm. Is he?
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, yeah. To I
0: mean, me, that's the bigger... Oh, like, for sure. That's the thing I would pick apart. But no, everybody yeah. wants to know Kylie's baby's name. So there's, only because
1: she hasn't told us. That's exactly. The only
0: yeah. So they're speculating Rav. I don't think it is Rav. Um. However, no, it makes total
1: sense that it would be Travis.
0: There's also another... There's a couple other guesses for the baby's name, would you like to know?
1: Yeah, and why who who's suggesting these, these things? These are all
0: on a Reddit thread. Oh, and like the okay. US Sun has collected from multiple different places all of the rumors. Oh, thanks, son. Um some have wondered if Kenny could be the new name. And the reason Kenny? I'm, yep, because Kylie made a product in her uh, makeup line called Kai and Kenny. Well, who's Kenny?
1: I don't know. Kendall? Badgers?
0: Kendall? Oh. Kendall? She calls Kendall oh, Kenny. God, why? She's not going to name her kid Kenny. So then. people thought, okay, well, maybe she named her kid Kenny. No, you guys, no, no, no. Well, how about this? Here's another. Uh, here's another guess. The other guess that people have, um, have put out there is Jacques.
1: No, oh, did she love Jacques Cousteau? I mean, I did love his his specials.
0: No, no. I bet she doesn't even know what a Jacques Cousteau is. Okay, <laughs> that's because that's Travis's real name. Oh. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Jacques Berman Webster the Second. Interesting, right? Yeah. No, that's not the baby's name either. Here's the fact:
1: the fact is, we are not going to know until it's revealed on an upcoming episode
0: and/or product launch. And I promise you, I promise you something. Okay. When we find out, it's going to be the biggest wah, wah.
1: Like what? Like Fred?
0: It's just going to be a name. And then it's like, what? who even actually cares? Like, it's not. That- it's not
1: about a key, right? Like, uh, you're absolutely right. Nobody cares. No. Uh, insofar as like, of course, we care about the child because I can. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we, we care get, about people. Yes. But I think it's just, it's the uh, understanding that it will be used as a Eyeball grabber, a click experience to draw attention to something. It's not that in and of itself there is some magic in the name of the child. As if everyone's Mm going to go,
0: oh,
1: I didn't see that coming. The
0: only name in history, okay, in recent history, that has done that to people, I think, honestly, was Apple. Elon Musk? Well, that a little bit. But Apple. When Gwyneth Paltrow named her child Gwyneth, or Apple... Do you remember the outcry? Oh, yeah, that was a thing. It was a whole thing. I mean, people had feelings. There was anger.
1: Well, now it's just like par for the course.
0: Yeah, now everybody's doing it. So who cares? I will be surprised if the child's name is like Bill. Or like...
1: Pickled. Hot dog. Baloney bites.
0: Ooh, baloney bites Webster.
1: (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Could be... You just never know, and And more, more. You know, like I don't. I'm happy for them if that's what, whatever they want to name their child. It's just the awareness that this is all for.
0: Oh, this is yeah. It's all
1: to be followed, of course, by Chloe's announcement, right?
0: And again, I think it will be surprising if the child has just like an average, (laughs) run-of-the-mill name. What
1: has this always been a thing? I don't feel like we ever uh, had like the announcement of the name of the baby, like months after the child was born experience i don't feel like we ever did that before
0: i don't i doubt we did because well and you know what it's all about for them it's not about the like reveal it's about the paperwork of trying to trademark everything under the sun yeah, under well, that child's especially name. with
1: th- this family right
0: yeah so they got to push all that legal stuff through and then once it's clear <laughs> but now it's like they've built up all this i don't know Whatever. It just seems like a lot. It's too much. I just want to know. I
1: want to see the calendar. I want to see the family calendar.
0: I don't. I think that would make our eyes cross. It's a lot. It would be interesting for a hot second, and then I'd just be like, no, 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 I can't live in this world. Good thing we don't have to. True. Yay! When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to get the Cobra gang together. Yas, queen. This one has to do with Britney and Kfed. after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Halls. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi there, kids. And we've got a little mystery to solve. And when we do that, we call ourselves the Cobra Gang. Whenever there's trouble, without there the double, we're the Cobra. Cobra Gang.
1: If you've got the
0: crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra, Cobra Gang. I know.
1: Can we just discuss what the bleep is going on with k and what he's doing and why he's trying to get all this attention right now? Because I am just, I'm done with it and I've had enough. And I think we need to talk as a family and get real deep. Okay. Okay. In about like uh, 10 minutes. Okay. So for the listener, just to catch them up. So we know that, of course, Kevin Federline has been talking uh, to uh, reporters. We're going to see this interview on ITV. I don't know, maybe sometime soon. Uh, do you remember when that comes out? I think
0: it's supposed to come out bit by bit. Like it's going to be a multi series and oh. I believe it's, I mean, they're supposed to be multiple. Yeah. But I, but I think they've even changed it a little bit since all of the controversy has bubbled up.
1: Okay. Well, uh, anyway, that's a thing. And then of course he posted some videos and then later took them down of his kids recording their mom, um, implying that perhaps mom was not, um, stable. I think that's the impression they were trying Mm -hmm. to communicate. But I would say, is it stable to post videos your children took? I'm going to say no. I don't think that's stable. So this is all happening now. And it's like this biatch, Britney Spears, and I mean that like in the loving biatch way. Can't Like as
0: in it's Britney biatch.
1: It's Britney biatch. And uh, she can't catch a break because we got these yahoos out there, these exes, Jason Alexander, by the way, behind bars because he can't uh, keep himself off her property and is threatening her. And then you got kfed who's actually the father of her children, and by the way, the primary custody Uh, caregiver of her children and he's out there trying to destroy her image and getting all up in her parenting, which does not seem to be, if you were in a healthy place, Mm -hmm. a healthy way to have a relationship with the mother of your children. Mm -hmm. But to that, I'm asking you more than just rhetorically, why now? Because I don't understand. Yeah, sure. People are like, he can make money and selling his story cuz the gravy train is about to leave in the form of uh the conservatorship being done blah 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 but
0: well and his, and his child support being done cuz yeah. the boys are aging out of that
1: absolutely right 100% but don't you think you could i don't know make money better ways than damaging the relationship that you have with the mother of your children and putting at risk the relationship your own children have with their mother right i mean i'm not saying people aren't capable of doing horrible things i'm just saying do you guys have any thoughts about why we're dealing with kevin federline right now
0: i feel like i the thing that i keep going back to is because it's not just the right it's not just the timing piece it's also sort of the change in the storyline because It used to be that he seemed to be kind of at odds with Jamie Spears, as evidenced by the fact that he was part of what helped push through the restraining order against Jamie Spears.
1: Well, and he did remember he he did have a acrimonious somewhat relationship with the conservatorship, Uh, which was helmed by Jamie Spears in terms of trying to get money, and people were always like, he's trying to get more money. Okay, well, they say that about any parent who is the primary, you know, custody, uh, Person of the like, I don't want to hear it because right. those kids can have whatever money that the person asks for. Because if you don't want to pay money for your kids, don't have the kids. I'm just, I'm not here for that argument. Right. I'm just saying he had a troublesome relationship with the conservatorship. Yes, long ago.
0: Right. And now, if you listen, you don't even have to listen closely. You can like have half an ear on this conversation to hear K Fed saying, really, not glowing, but not not mean or bad things about Jamie Spears. In fact, he is far more um, cruel yeah. in his speech about the kid's mom yes. than he is about the grandfather. Way more
1: than ever it seemed to be the case before. Yes,
0: and so something about this, the part that smells like your pickled wieners, Bradley. Ew,
1: don't talk about my pickled wiener.
0: Is the part that's I've stinky. I've been sober for
1: tw- almost 20 years. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but talk to those baloney bites you brought in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tuesday, anywho, go
1: listen to the podcast.
0: Anywho. The part that smells to me is this quick turn on a dime in favor of Jamie Spears while Jamie Spears is getting ready to sit for this deposition. It seems to me that perhaps Fed is concerned. Okay, ready? Just mm-hmm. I, This is all yeah. speculation.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm digging it.
0: But Kevin Fetterline is trying to get in the good graces of Jamie because Jamie's going to be the one that's going to be talking during this deposition. And if he is publicly supportive of Jamie Spears, maybe Jamie Spears will have some grace on Kevin Federline and not unravel all of the dirty secrets of Kevin Federline. But it is, I think,
1: yes, and there has to be something more because you can be up Jamie's behind, metaphorically, without destroying the relationship your children have with their mother. And that's what he's single-handedly doing right now. Right. I'm not saying permanent. I'm like, I'm trying to like make a point, but also I think there's some truth to it that like you are making the relationship these children are going to have with their mother even more difficult because you're doing this creepy thing where you're like, we decided as a family that we were going to shame this woman. No, 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 no. These kids aren't minor children. They do not need to be a part of your. Uh, hot mess express if you want to take her down in the eyes of the world feel free to do so and keep your children out of it there just seems like a vindictive quality to this
0: okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna add what it might be even worse okay i wonder if there isn't some sort of colluding on behalf of jamie spears and k-fed to try to reinstate some sort of conservatorship to
1: get her to respond in a way that if
0: they make her look really unhinged they can have an I told you yeah, so there, moment. Nobody, no,
1: yes, but I don't think a court's... They're not going to give those people any control. I don't disagree
0: with you, but I don't think these are people who are dealing with any type of reality well, or true. ever have been. And so if you get but yourself like, in the mindset of a Jamie Spears whose gravy you, train is now cut off, he might be like, I can... It, KFED wants the money too. But why don't you do
1: the Sam Asgari move and join the... like? You attract join the a, resistance. You join. No, that's exactly <laughs> what know. we've been saying for uh, years. Is that he used to be? I don't know. He he was approved of and only made possible thanks to the conservatorship that is Sam Asgari was. Why not then turn around and have a great relationship with Brittany and then like be in her good graces and you get all the things, right? Because that doesn't seem hard, right? It seems a lot harder to be like evil and mean and look i'm not naive i know people can just be d-bags for the sake of being d-bags i just think of like we always are trying to apply like some you know maniacal logic to what these people are doing and i feel like i i think there's got to be some kind of legal risk he feels he's facing if he doesn't make her look bad yeah, what that is. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't feel like there I feel like there needs to be a motivation. And that motivation has to be like your career, your money, your livelihood.
0: Absolutely. And all and and again, to your point, to to be so to be to the uh to the end that you are literally destroying your kid's relationship yes. with their mother there. He has to feel very threatened somehow. And it, in a way
1: that he didn't before. Because and that's the weird part. He could have done this, this interview. He could have done this stuff long before. And actually, Brittany probably wouldn't have even been paying attention.
0: Because she's been so
1: focused on trying to get out from under this conservatorship.
0: I wonder if some of it hasn't been prompted by and don't don't hear. I want to not say this the wrong way, but prompted by the kids decision to cut their ties with her like he sees now an opportunity to kind of pull them all the way over to the dark side because they've decided to not have well, a relationship with her and
1: she's yeah yes and I think she's also pointed out like these are teenagers it's difficult and I would imagine with you know male uh, children at this age it wouldn't be surprising that they're trying to push their mother away for a hot minute right and, like we've all had struggles like with our with our parents when we go through the teenage years yeah so he might just be egging them on
0: yeah true oh Well, it won't be ending anytime soon. That's for sure. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, what have you missed by oversleeping? 651-641-1071. When did you oversleep and it made you miss something super important? Bradley, wake up. We're doing a show. 651-641-1071 after this.